0: Welcome to another episode of the Crushcast. Today we've got Molly Ward and Molly Ward was just recognized as a regional honor associate, one of the top honors in our in our company. Molly, thanks for joining us and congratulations.
1: Well, thank you, Jim. And thank you for the congratulations.
0: I am curious, how did that feel getting that phone call and receiving that honor? Wow,
1: uh, it felt amazing. Uh, it was a very, Big huge surprise! Uh, that is an award that I have always looked up to and have always one day wanted to earn that, and uh, and it was so funny because when I got the call, I was headed into a very difficult meeting that I had been dreading, and but it was it was almost go time for that, and, and received the phone call about the regional honor associate award, and um, it just it changed everything, and. Uh, very excited about it, very happy about it. I've been bragging to my kids. I've been bragging to my parents. My mom, uh, you know, they're both very excited for me. My parents are.
0: I bet your clients are, too. I don't know if you've shared it with your clients.
1: Yes, uh, I have shared it with a few of them, and, uh, and it's been the feedback for this type of award, uh, you know, one that's based on uh, leadership and community involvement, it's a great story. Um, the other awards are wonderful too. You know, they're all, but first production, this one's very special
0: and yep. they get that.
1: That's, that's something that I don't mind bragging about.
0: We look forward to celebrating, knock on wood. This is being taped on August 4th, 2021. So right now there are a lot of questions about Delta variant. We celebrate these honors at the old guard meeting and have our fingers crossed that we'll be able to do that together still. Um, I wanna go back to the beginning of your career, breaking oh, wow. in. I wonder if you had any crucial moments where things started to turn for you?
1: Um, it, was a, it was more of a turtle uh, turtle than a hare type of mm-hmm. thing. So um, there was, it wasn't a moment in there. Well, actually go back on that. There have been some, some big moments Um, where I followed a path that, that led me to, to where I am today. So, um, you know, one, one thing, uh, is getting my CFP. That was a huge game changer for my own confidence and being in the business young, in my young twenties. I mean, first of all, I wasn't, I I didn't even plan on working outside the home. (laughs) And so it just floors me that I'm even here today. I started the CFP journey as a nerdy hobby. So that I would know what to do for my family once I had kids. Um, so the fact that I even have a career, I just pinch myself. Um, so, so it, it blows my mind uh, just from what my vision was when I was in my young 20s to what it is today. Um, so, some moments in time. Uh, one is uh, was going through my divorce, which was five years ago, and that was so difficult. Um, it was a huge roadblock with my career because it took a lot of time for me to concentrate on that and juggle my family. And, um, but what I did is I turned it into a real, uh, I feel like lemons to lemonade story because I realized I'd already been in the business for about 18 years when the divorce happened. And so I'm a financial expert at that point in my life. Um, a divorce is probably the largest financial transaction of somebody's life. And so, since I, since I since that was so helpful to have that knowledge for myself, going through such a time when you're just offline emotionally, um, I realized I needed to go and help other women because it, is, it could be the largest financial transaction of their life, but also I see so many brilliant business women, hardworking moms, they are unnecessarily suffering during the time of their life um, and so I kind of felt that it was my mission to help them get.
0: I would imagine that that help is needed because it's an emotional time. Decisions need to be made. Those decisions are pretty crucial and people need guidance.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And they, um, they're smart. They're, they're, you know, again, hardworking moms, brilliant businesswomen, but to have that uh you know, guide to be able to guide them and, and toss things around with them on, on the financial front is so helpful. Um, it's more than you know what the attorney does, and so I did get involved with a nonprofit uh, organization here in Houston that helps women through divorce, uh, and so that's been very rewarding. And uh, and I changed my marketing up too at the same time about five years ago to focus on the high net worth. Uh, market so those are that was a and since then I've gotten the referrals I've gotten and the work I've gotten since then have been very substantial.
0: It it sounds like you are guiding people through a major challenge in their life but more than just the financial element of it so you're able to probably sit down with somebody that is just not able to they're overwhelmed and you probably yeah. are able to point a vision to, in six months, we'll have handled this. That's got to make you feel great.
1: Yes. And it's so cool to see them come out the other side and then see a couple of years later just thriving in their new life. And you know, I'm not a fan of divorce at all. Uh, at all. And so, uh, but if I can be there to help somebody else, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like that's a good goal.
0: Now, as I was preparing for this discussion today, I pulled up your numbers. And I know that you had your best year ever last year, which is extraordinary. It's so impressive to have a year like that, given all the challenges that we had with COVID. Then I saw that at least on my data, you're up 65% this year over last year, which was your best year ever. And you probably have something to update. Like it's even better than that, right? Well,
1: yeah, I'm not sure how old your numbers are, but they changed as of this morning. So
0: what, uh, what's an estimate of your current increase over last year?
1: Uh, We're pretty much on target, pretty much where I ended last year today.
0: See, and it's August 4th. What, That's it's right. incredible to you. Yeah. Would you have known this in January or have there been some developments or adjustments in your process? Oh,
1: okay. You know, I always get nervous when I make my goals for the next year. Right. How am I going to do it? What's it going to do? And, and, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So you just have to plan and work as hard as you can. Um, But, uh, you know, I I just, um, we have made adjustments. I mean, we're making adjustments every week uh, and then every quarter. And, uh, you know, the biggest adjustments that we've made over the last year are hiring uh, the team. The team is pretty new. And so we've made some really good hiring decisions. And um, you know, just being able to weekly see where we are and track our progress—that so that's been very helpful over this last this last year in moving the needle.
0: When you were coming into the year, then were the, those two core business decisions that you had made that you were going to adjust the composition of your team and track differently? Uh,
1: yes, the the. They both work absolutely. Yeah, and you know, we, I just the more I start to team, the more I start to delegate. The higher, um, the the more production uh, we do as a team. So uh, it's it's hard to get over that hurdle of hiring the next person. But yes, I've been following a book called Staff to Last that's really helped with uh, growing the team and think, thinking about the different roles and growing a real you know. Um, a real team where everybody's on the same page in a, their role. So yes, that was a conscious decision. The tracking, um, those numbers that we're tracking are different than what we've been tracking before. Some are the same and some are different. Um, I just, I pinch myself when I do look at them every week and think, how did we, you know, now that we're this far into the year, like, wow, this, how did this happen? But it happened because we planned it.
0: Uh, it, It is inspiring to see. As I watch, I've seen you present. I've seen you present on digital. I've seen you present on systems. You're providing guidance, not just to clients, but to advisors. Something that some people probably don't know is your role on the EAG steering committee. And I wonder if you could provide a window to advisors about what is the steering committee and any takeaways that you had from your stretch doing that.
1: Well, that uh, role in the steering committee and being a part of the steering committee has been a highlight of my career. And I, I, I definitely think that I'm where I am today in large part being in that committee. Um, so what it is, is it's a group of about five advisors that are in the elite advisor group. And they are the liaison, uh, and in working with headquarters with you know you and Dave Carr and uh, others at headquarters And so it, it's such a refreshing um, it was a, it was such a refreshing and eye-opening in such a good way to learn how uh, decisions are made and how our input is valuable and how you guys listen to us and what we need and it's that these decisions for the company and for us as the advisors are not made in a vacuum that we really do matter the advisors really do matter and it just was such a um, you know uh, that expression being surrounded by eagles that's what it felt like i mean i just learned so much just by sitting in the room that has helped me in my career and just learning how equitable works and then the char- seeing the character of, of you guys at the top uh, with equitable is, was very rewarding.
0: These, it's truly a partnership and whether it's the NAF or the old guard or the EAG steering committee, the guidance that's provided and how we team together to get the right decision, it really is a privilege and I'm inspired by everybody that Donates their time okay two final questions for you first let's say we've got a DSF that's listening to this that has senior numbers just can't believe it and is actually struggling. And is wondering not how am I going to get to there, but how do I make it in the business what advice, whether it's mindset or tactical might you provide for somebody that's really struggling right now in the business.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I've been there and um, I get it. And it, it, I used to sit in my cube and I would make some phone calls and then I would cry. Uh, so I definitely have, remember crying in my cube because people wouldn't talk to me, uh, is, uh, potential clients, wouldn't talk to me, wouldn't return my calls, just felt like I was banging my head against the wall. Um, but what kept me going was the believing in uh, holistic financial planning. I mean, I, I drank that Kool-Aid, uh, from the very first day, uh, taking care of a client in a holistic way. And and so that was my mission. I mean, I could tell that I could help people with that. So that got me up. And also I figured, well, if I'm going to get up and go to work every day, I, I should I should get up and go to work. I mean, make it happen. We've got, you know, one shot at it and one shot at every day. Who knows, who knows what's going to happen the next day? So just kind of having that philosophy of when I wake up, if I'm going to go to work, I'm going to go to work. Uh, so it needed to be productive, and also I would, you know, I would try to just be active and form groups, like small groups of friends, where we would, uh, you know, do a, a, a tennis group together, or a Bible study group together, or just like a hiking club, or something like that, where we have common interest in getting to know more people that way, um, and, and, you know, kind of a grassroots marketing, and 20 years ago, none of us had anything, and then you wake up today, and, some of those people in those groups that we started years ago were killing it. And, and who's their advisor? Well, it was me because I opened up a Roth IRA with them before they were making enough money to max out on that.
0: Your clients grow with you. You know, the common thread in both elements of that answer were, were about taking action, right? So for the struggling advisor, it was, you're probably not going to think your way through to a solution. It is embrace today and take action. And then in the other areas of your life, developing relationships, setting up groups, doing fun things. And in the end, that ends up creating relationships that create business.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, Well, this has been a wonderful discussion. Let me ask you to reflect on something. Uh, After 20 plus years being one of the top advisors in the country, being recognized nationally as a regional honor advisor, what are you most proud of? Is that personally or
1: professionally? No, in your life. What am I most proud of? Being a mom and
0: yeah.
1: uh, just being an honor to be, to be my kid's mom. That's what I'm most proud of.
0: I love that answer. And that's role number one for so many of us. Yeah. Uh, and what's great about this career is that we learn so much in terms of our relationships with our clients and the flexibility that we have with our time. I've loved this discussion. Thank you for Thank you. what you do for your clients and for our company. We appreciate you.